Do you have a hard time saying no? You're not the only one. What's important to realize is that your habit of saying yes to everything is draining you of your time and energy. It's time for you to learn how to unapologetically say no to anything and anyone who is not aligned. In this episode, you'll learn the reasons why you have a hard time saying no, the signs of not saying no enough, why it's crucial that you learn to say no and be unapologetic about it, and a three-step framework to becoming an unapologetic no-sayer. Now, if you have a question about this episode or you want to share your number one takeaway, shoot me a text. Yes, text message. I love this service. I've just started using it over the last couple of months and I'm having so much fun connecting with all of you. So make sure you shoot me a text, one 781 336-0160. This number will be in the show notes. And when you text me, remember to mention the episode number that you are referring to. Now, just to let you know, heads up, the first couple of text messages that you'll text messages that you'll receive from me are automated. But after that, you'll be speaking directly with me. These text messages come to my phone and I will text you back. Now, if you dig this podcast and prefer email and you want to receive weekly leadership advice and inspiration, join my, lead, my email community at rubyframon.com forward slash subscribe. And whether you are a loyal thought leader or a brand new listener, please help me get back into the charts and bring this message, this message to more leaders. All you got to do is take a moment right now, hit pause and download three episodes of my podcast and then drop a rating and review on iTunes. Now it is time to learn how to unapologetically say no. Welcome to today's Thought Leader, where I'm challenging you to rise up, speak up, and create a movement. I'm your host, Ruby Fremon, and I'm here as a catalyst for you, the new generation of thought leaders. I'm a kick-ass life coach, a bullshit detector, and courageous communicator. I'll show you how to gain visibility, build a cult following, and create impact while increasing your income. Join me every week as I dive into raw and real conversations that will help you amplify your presence, influence, and impact. It's time to unapologetically do what you're here to do and do it your way. So get ready, thought leaders, and let's make shit happen. Hey, Thought Leaders, and welcome to another episode of today's Thought Leader. And today, we are talking about how to say no and be absolutely unapologetic about it. So this topic came up because uh, earlier this week, or at the time of recording, um, we're at the, I'm recording the beginning of March, um, I had posted something about uh, how really saying no to everything and anything that isn't aligned helped me gain a six pack and so much more. So <laughs> if you want to see that post, just head to my Instagram at I am Ruby and look for the image with me showing off my six pack or my six pack in the making. Um, but a friend had reached out to me after sharing that. Um, you may remember him. His name is Majid, and he was featured in episode 164. If you haven't listened to that episode yet and you are interested in taking your speaking game to the next level or you want to speak on more stages, go listen to that episode with Majid. That's episode 164. 
So Majid reaches out to me and he was like, I would love to see you write a post on how to say no. And after seeing a lot of the comments and having some conversations with friends, I realized, yeah, you know, like a lot of people have a hard time saying no, especially in our, in the, the work that we do with the work that we do. Um, because as purpose-driven leaders, we have big hearts, you know, we, we have, have a lot of compassion and a lot of empathy. And uh, we also have our own shit <laughs> that we may not have de- dealt with effectively. Um, and so that shit can get in the way of you really understanding and discerning when to say yes, when to say no. Um, so I really want this episode, my intention with this episode is to really help clarify that and shed light on that so that you can start to say no unapologetically. Okay. Because that's where I'm at. And it feels so fucking good. It feels so fucking good. So let me talk to you first about my story um, with saying no. So if you've been listening for a while or following me for a while, you know that I am Punjabi and Sikh. um, And I come from a conservative culture. And in our culture, we are taught to respect our elders. Basically, what that means is do anything that they say. (laughs) (laughs) and never cross them. And so a lot of times this means people pleasing. And in our cultural society, in our religious society, um, we are taught to always hold a certain image, um, to be seen a certain way. um, And that if you're not seen in a certain way, if you're not, if you're not holding that image, you're not accepted. You know, you won't be accepted. You'll, you'll actually bring shame to the family. Legit. This is what is taught to us being raised. You will bring shame to the family. You will bring our family name down. Um, so it's a lot of pressure as a child <laughs> to, to put on these masks and to people please. And quite often that, that left me saying yes to things that really I didn't want to say yes to, but you just do it because you're told. Right. And so growing up, it, I really felt like I didn't have a voice. I felt like uh, I wasn't free to make choices that really aligned with me. And slowly but surely, I started to lose touch with who I truly was. And I was just saying yes to things because my parents would tell me to say yes to things. And then as a young adult, because I had lost such, uh, I had lost that connection with self um, because I was so, I had cultivated this habit of people pleasing Um, of doing as I am told, of doing what seems accepted by most, Um, I I really had no idea. Like I couldn't even discern if I want to say yes or no to something. Um, And the other piece to this is I was bullied when I was in elementary school. And so from that experience, um, I... I created this um, story in my head, like if, if I want to be liked by other people, I have to be like them. And so very early on, I trained myself to say yes to things just because other people were saying yes to them. Even if it didn't align with me, even if it didn't feel good to me, uh, I would always say yes, just so that I could fit in. You know, And maybe you can relate to one or both of these stories, you know, whether you were bullied or uh, wanted to fit in, or there was something in your upbringing and your programming, your cultural background, whatever it is. But we really live in a society where we are predominantly taught to 
do what is perceived as uh, as right. And a lot of times that means going with the crowd, doing what other people are doing, saying yes to things that maybe other people are saying yes to, but we really ultimately don't want to do that thing or be with that person. Or as adults, we still carry this, well, I need to fit in. You know, I knew I did that when I first moved to LA from Vancouver in 2000 and um, what was that? 2013. I knew no one. I, I had no friends. The only person I knew was my husband and his friends and that's it. And so I really, as you know, in my thirties had to start all over. And so I started, started saying yes to like a lot of events. I started looking on meetup. I, I, when I got into personal development and I found the quote unquote in crowd of personal development, I started saying yes to everything that it, they would invite me to for fear of not being seen as part of the in crowd. And today I know better. So I want, I wanted to share those stories just so you know that like I have struggled with saying no my entire life um, for fear of, uh, of feeling that sense of shame, for fear of letting people down, um, for fear of uh, not fitting in, a multitude of reasons. And in the last year and a half um, through my journey with, um, you know, with, if, again, if you've been listening for a while, my journey with plant medicine and you know, over the past year and a half, I've been super, super devoted to just healing. Um, if you want to listen to those, I, I'll just say this. If you want to listen to more of that story, go listen to episodes 124 and 126, where I share about a diagnosis that um, in Western medicine has no cure. Actually, in Eastern medicine too, has no cure. And episode 155 and 157 um, of my experience in the jungle, um, and really ultimately how I cured this. But so much of my healing, my physical healing also supported me in, in healing these issues that I had with creating boundaries with myself. Um, and so now on the other side of everything, I'm super fucking clear. I'm super fucking clear on what to say no to and what to say yes to because I'm super fucking clear on, on who I am, where I'm going, what I want to accomplish, who I want to be. And I want the same for you, which is why I'm going to break all of this down in this episode. So keep listening. Okay. And if you're not driving and you can grab a notebook and a pen because you're going to want to write some of this shit down. Okay. So let's start off with why you have a hard time saying no, okay? Why do you have such a hard time saying no? Well, number one, FOMO, right? This is a thing and, um, you know, a fear of missing out. Well, if I don't go to this, then I might miss out on this. Or if I don't hang out with this person, I might miss out on an opportunity to, you know, and so on and so forth. Um, sound familiar? Well, let me get real about FOMO. If you feel FOMO from saying no to something or someone, that is actually a sign that you are carrying a feeling of not enoughness or a lack of self-worth. Because if you felt as if you were enough, if you felt as if you were worthy enough, it would be really fucking easy for you to say no to someone or something. Um, and not fall into the trap of feeling FOMO. 
Okay, FOMO is actually a sign that that you're not feeling worthy, that you're you're carrying feelings of not enoughness. So FOMO, that's one reason why you have a hard uh, time saying no. Another reason is people pleasing, right, which I talked about. And so many of us do this. Again, with the heart-centered, purpose-driven leaders, we are very compassionate. We see the world differently. We want to change the world. We see ourselves as change makers and impact makers. And we are empathetic. And so it's really easy to fall into the trap of people pleasing and disguise it as something totally different. Like, oh, we just want to help or, oh, we just want to support. I used to do this all the time. I would extend, overextend my support to people. I would be really quick to text people back and offer my support or hop on phone calls and like literally like clear my entire day to support someone. While um, really, I was depleting my own energy. And again, maybe that sounds familiar. Um, so people pleasing, that's another reason. And uh, people pleasing can come from a fear of judgment, right? If I don't do this, if I don't say yes to this, then they're going to judge me, right? And if they judge me, that means that I am rejected. So people pleasing and the fear of judgment both actually stem from the deeper root issue of the fear of being rejected. And the fear of being rejected, like the fear of rejection is a root issue because this is this rubs up against your basic human need for love and belonging. I've talked about this before. Maslow is my man, my main man. He's fucking awesome. Um so in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, our need for love and belonging is a human need that we all share. Okay. We all share this human need. And so when something rubs up against this, uh, you know, if there's a chance that we will be unloved or or rejected, we'll want to say yes to it. So this requires you getting really strong on your boundaries, on on the reasons why you're saying no. Okay. In order to not rub up, rub up against that fear of rejection. So those, those are the reasons why you have a hard time saying no. So let's move on to signs that you're not saying no enough. Okay. These are the signs that you are not saying no enough. You feel as if you don't have enough time for yourself or the things you really want to do. Okay. Sound familiar? Let me keep going. You're feeling energetically or physically depleted, okay? You don't remember the last time you engaged in an act of self-care. Mm -hmm. uh, you feel more and more resentful with each passing day. This is a big one because quite often when you're saying yes to a lot of things you don't want to say yes to, you start to grow that feeling of resentment towards the people you're saying yes to, towards the experiences you're saying yes to, or towards yourself. Um, you find yourself asking, why did I say yes to this? Hmm? Sound familiar? <laughs> and finally, you regret what you say yes to. So as soon as you say yes, you regret it. Or when you're finding yourself in that experience or meeting that person or at that party you really didn't want to go to, you immediately regret saying yes to it. So those are the signs that you're not saying no enough. Now, before I dive into the steps that you need to take, and yes, I'm going to provide you with a, a tangible um, format to follow so that you can start to unapologetically say no to things that are not aligned. 
um, that's coming up. But before we get into that, you need to understand why it's crucial that you learn to say no unapologetically. I love to add the unapologetically because as a Canadian, we apologize for everything. I don't know if you know Canadians or if you are Canadian, but we are known for, it's kind of like a joke that we say sorry for everything. We bump in, someone bumps into us, we'll say sorry. Um, so that's just like a joke. Maybe it's an inner joke for my Canadians listening. But anyways, um, so I'd like to say unapologetically because I think a lot of people can make the transition from saying yes to saying no, but then they feel like shit for saying no, right? And then you start to beat yourself up. And then you start to feel bad. And, and that's not what we want. That, that's not a step in the right direction. Now you're just perpetuating the shitty feelings. You want to get to a place where you can say no unapologetically. Okay. So why is it crucial that you learn to say no unapologetically? Well, to honor your needs. Now, when I say honor, what I mean is protect. I just prefer the word honor. It sounds great. I love it. Um, so honor your needs, honor your boundaries. Um, you know, and if you don't know what your boundaries are, a great way to think about it is like we all have this internal alarm system. And if someone does something or says something that crosses a boundary, you'll instantly have a, a physical reaction to it. Some, an alarm will go off in your body. You will feel it. So that's a good way for you to uncover what your boundaries are, but your boundaries are there to protect things, protect what you value, protect you. So honor your needs, honor your boundaries. You need to learn to say no unapologetically to honor your time, right? I can't, like, I think everyone stresses about not having enough time. And I used to be one of those people. And, and what I've discovered is it's not that we don't have enough time. We all have the same amount of time. It's what we choose to do with that time. So learning to say no unapologetically is, is going to help you honor your time. It'll help you honor your energy, right? So no more feeling depleted. It's going to help you honor what's most important to you. So no more saying yes to the shit that not, is not really important. Um, and that creates space for you to honor what's actually important to you. You get to create that time for yourself. So by saying no unapologetically, you now have that space to create time for yourself. You get to create time for your vision, for your mission, for your purpose. You get to create time for what's most important to you. And when you say no to things unapologetically, you offer yourself an opportunity to refuel your energy and most importantly, to remain in full alignment. Okay. Super important. So now we're going to the part where you're probably all sitting on the edges of your seat waiting for it. Okay, Ruby, tell me, tell me how I can unapologetically say no. Okay, so I'm going um, to share this before I dive in. I can share what I'm about to share. You can write all this shit down and you can still have a hard time saying no. This is only going to work if you start putting it to work, if you start doing it. And the more that you do this, the easier it gets. But it all comes down to the clarity. And I'm going to talk about that. So let me share how to unapologetically say no. And there are three steps to this, and I'm going to break down each step. So again, this is the part that you, you're probably going to write this, want to write this down. And if you're driving, just come back to this and write it down. 
Okay. Cause this is going to be super helpful. And this is what I'm, I'm going to encourage you all to do as homework because you don't want to listen to a podcast and just let the information die, right? You want to, you're listening to a, pro, a podcast like this to get better, right? So do the fucking work. Now, how to unapologetically say no. Step number one, and I'm going to talk about this year, okay? Because I want to make it um, super tangible for you. So we're talking about this year. So step number one is get clear on your vision, for this year. So story time. In it's 2020. At the end of 2019, I decided that I wanted to create more space in my schedule, um, that it was time for me to birth my book, um, and that I wanted to create space for the book and to create systems in my business and just space for me to be. So I set a goal for myself that I would completely fill all the coaching spots in my business by February. And I did just that. So um, I filled like I have no, no space for new clients for the entire year other than my upcoming activation treat, uh, retreat, more details on that, and possibly some smaller coaching opportunities that could come up. So stay tuned for that. But I did that. I accomplished it. I was super clear on the vision. Um, and so having that vision is really important because you need to understand what it is that you want this time for, because saying no creates time. So get clear. Number one, get clear on your vision this year, some prompts to help you. What are you committed to creating? What are you committed to accomplishing and who are you committed to being? And this is who your vision needs you to be super important. Um, so for me, um, I'm just going to share so we can drive this home. What am I committed to creating? Well, I was I am committed to creating my book. I'm committed to creating my systems and I'm committed to creating time for myself. Um, what am I committed to accomplishing? Well, launching my book, launching my new backend system, which includes uh, new funnels and a new, um, new freebies and new course. Um, and then who am I committed to being? And again, this is who my vision needs me to be. So someone who is absolutely devoted to her goals, someone who is um, her healthiest self, because in my mind, in order to accomplish these things, because it doesn't sound like a lot of things, but they're all really big things that um, take a lot of energy. So I need to be at uh, at my most optimal state health-wise. Um, so I, I'm committed to being the healthiest version of myself yet. Um, and I was committed to being very um, loving and compassionate, compassionate towards myself so that I could honor this time and space that I was creating for myself. Um, so it's really important for you to get clear on that. Now, step number two is identify what's most important to you. So these are the people, the habits, the experiences and projects that are aligned with your vision. So that are aligned with step number one. Um, so if there are people that come to mind that are aligned with your vision, write those people down. The habits, right? So for me, health being a priority, okay, well, my habits, I, I'm working out four to five days a week. I'm working out with my trainer. I am meditating every day. Um, so really getting clear on what those habits are going to be. Um, the experiences. So, um, you know, is there 
coaching or workshops or anything or vacations, like anything that you want to do that's going to support you with this vision. That's really important. And then of course, projects. So what are the projects underneath um, the goals? Like what are the mini projects that you need to, to finish in order to accomplish those goals in your vision? Now, when you identify what's most important to you, these become your non-negotiables, okay? You do not negotiate with these things. This is what you prioritize. This is what you devote yourself to. And you know how much I love that word, devotion. Because when you are devoted to something, you will cultivate the drive, the determination, the dedication to make it happen when you are devoted to something. So, Identifying what's most important to you. These are the things that you devote yourself to. Now, the final step, step number three, unapologetically say no to anything and anyone that falls outside of that. Okay? So if a person doesn't align with the vision, say no. If an invitation or an experience doesn't align with the vision, say no. If a project doesn't align with the vision, say no. If a habit, a pattern, or a thought process doesn't align with the vision, say no. And yes, that one's all about the inner work. So that is the process. Those are the steps. And I promise you these steps work when you put them to work. But you will, as long as you are unclear on what the vision is and unclear on what's most important to you, you will always feel shitty about saying no. The way in which you can step into the unapologetic no is by following these steps. So remember, your struggle with saying no is a sign that you're not clear on what you're devoted to. It's a sign that you're not clear on what's most important to you, that you're not clear on your vision. So get clear. Grab a journal or a notebook and follow the steps and do the fucking work. And then take it a step further. Share this on your Instagram and tag me at I am Ruby with the hashtag unapologetic no, and I will personally reach out to you. So do that, get the work done and make this year the year of saying no, because uh, I, I can tell you from just my experience, it is both empowering and enlightening. Empowering in that I feel so aligned with my vision, with my mission, with my values. I feel like I'm standing fully in my power and enlightening because holy shit, the more I say no to things and people, the more I learn about myself. <laughs> it's been crazy. Like I've been learning more about, oh, these are the types of people that I really like to hang out with. And oh, these are the types of experiences that I really want to do. Um, when you, with that devotion, all of these things become uh, possible. I wanted to say easy there, but I, I hesitated. Um, you know, we're waking up at 4am every day, working out at 5am and meditating every day. These are all things I used to struggle with. And now it just feels like it's a part of my life because these are priorities. Sleeping between eight and eight forty-five every night. Again, that used to be hard. I used to stay up late and now it just feels it feels great. I actually, I'm really excited to sleep every night <laughs> because I get my full sleep because sleep is a priority. Sleep, having optimal sleep helps me remain in my optimal health, which helps me get the shit done that I really want to get done. So that's that. Such a good episode. I got to say, 
I'm going to just like pat myself on the back because I really like this episode. I wish I could have used this episode like 10 years ago, um, but I'm happy that I recorded this for you. Thank you, Majid, for the suggestion. And yo, if you ever have any suggestions for the podcast, just reach out to me on, on Instagram. I say Instagram because I frequent Instagram. So send me a DM at I am Ruby. I also love Twitter. So at I am Ruby. Um, so yeah, send me your suggestions. Whew, so that's the end. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of today's thought leader, where I am challenging you to rise up, speak up and create a moment. Wait, keep listening. Okay. So I have a goal. I want to surpass a hundred ratings and reviews. Okay. The ratings are almost there. The reviews, I'd love to get some more. So if you are a listener, which I'm assuming you are because you're listening to this, um, be sure to download a few episodes. This is really important to help me hit the charts. So download like three episodes. So after you stop this episode, go and download like three episodes of my podcast and then drop a rating and review on iTunes. Help me get into the charts. I was there last year. I'd like to get back in. So I need your help. Now, if you have a question about this episode or you want to share your number one takeaway, text me. This is so fun. Yes, you can text me. The number is 1-781-336-0160. Just remember to mention the episode number that uh, you were texting about and then share with me a question or your number one takeaway. Um, and keep in mind, when you text me, the first set text or two that are getting sent to you are automated. I'm telling you. Okay. But after that, all the text messages are me. They legit come to my phone. Okay. So text me. And then finally, remember to do the fucking work. Okay. Like I said, don't let this podcast, the information that you gained just die, like actually integrate it grab a journal notebook, follow the steps, do the work, share this on your IG, tag me at I am Ruby and use the hashtag unapologetic no. And I will personally reach out to you and congratulate you for doing this work. Finally, if you're not already connected with me on social media, let's get social. Just, uh, I was about to say follow me and I fucking hate that. Ooh, I can't believe I almost said that. Head over to my IG at I am Ruby. I'm also on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and the handle is always the same at I am Ruby. Now make sure you check back on Monday because I've got a fresh new episode of today's thought leader where Rosaline Batool and I share tips that will help you cultivate the courage to be visible and handle the haters that come with being visible. I got to say Rosaline blew me away in this conversation. So be sure to check back in and listen to that episode. Thank you so much, thought leaders. I look forward to hearing your stories about being unapologetic no-sayers. I'll chat with you soon.